Hey everybody, this is Pam at the Paper Outpost, and this is the Paper Outpost podcast, The Joy of Junk Journals. Got Sunny here on my lap, and we are coochie-cooing and hanging out with you guys. And um, I just sold a journal yesterday, and I wanted to talk about that experience a little bit because it was a special journal near and dear to my heart, one that I've had for quite a while, and I... Um, had a lot of emotional attachment to it. It, um, I, it, well, I, you know, it reminded me of how I felt when I first started to sell journals. Because when you first begin, or when, when I first began, um, I did tend to become very, very emotionally attached to my journals because I didn't have that many. And, uh, each one was such a Herculean effort to produce, um, because I was still learning the task and the process and and all of that. And there was so much, uh, you know, like brow furrowing and head scratching and research doing. And I felt very bonded to every page. And um, um, I still do, but not to the degree where um, I can't let them go. There's been a change uh, in my heart. Um, although some evoke more of a, of a, a feeling than others. And I would say that it is uh, probably easier for me to sell or give away the ones that I make now as opposed to the ones that I made in the earlier times. Maybe because they were part of my journey. And um, it's eventually became a space, like a space-occupying issue where I pretty much had to start selling journals because they took up a lot of room. They're bulky and my chunky monkeys, maybe even extra bulky, and um, they needed somewhere to go. And uh, I, I just couldn't keep them all. It would be like a mother rabbit trying to keep all her babies. It, you just can't do it. You know, you got to let some go for the greater good. And um, it's, a, it's a hard transition. And um, I had a lot of people mention in the comments that, you know, they could understand they could see the emotional attachment I had to the journal and they, they uh, you know, were saying, you know, it would have been okay to keep it, but, it, you know, it's also okay to let them go. And um, it's interesting how uh, it can evoke so many emotions and so many feelings. Okay, I've got a little snuffer pants who wants to play right now. So if you're hearing like little huffing sounds, that is uh, me being torn to shreds by a little fluff ball. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. They think you sleep all the time, but that's not true, is it? No, 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 no. Oh, yeah. Can you hear that? Yeah. We're going to put you on audio so so uh, everybody can hear you. Yes, you're like, you're, you're chewing on mother's fingers. Okay. He's not hurting, but he's just, he's like pretend attacking. He's practicing his security dog moves just in case, you know, there is a squirrel breach or something like that. But um, so I was wondering if you've ever had the experience, you know, where you found it Um, Hard to sell a journal, hard to give away a journal, hard to gift a journal. Um, We spend a lot of time on these projects, a lot of heart, a lot of soul. Um, But I think that's also what makes it beautiful if we're able to release it to the universe and just let it go, like like letting it go a balloon filled with helium. Um, Why? Because that frees up your hands to go create something new. And uh, if you're still holding on to that old journal, you cannot uh, bring in something new with your hands. So 
that's maybe one way to look at it that makes it a little more freeing and easy to uh, release them, right? Right? I don't know. Maybe it's part of the same concept of, um, you know, gutting a book or uh, freeing the book pages from a an older book and releasing them to the universe. I don't know. Um, you know, I think, like, how many lives can one book touch? There's the period of time that passes. You know, I was thinking about some of these very old books that I, I have the, uh, you know, blessing to come across in life. And um, how many hands they go through. And then they might sit on a shelf for a very long time. Maybe in a box. Maybe in a dark box somewhere, never to be touched or leafed through. But then maybe somebody will come along and take a look at it um, here and there. Um, it's probably not going to be read at the you know, kitchen dinner table um, aloud, um, but maybe it might be curled up in you know, somebody's favorite reading nook and somebody might read it, and then it might get placed back on the shelf for another eternity. And sometimes these eternities can span centuries. And, you know, then you get one, you know, crazy junk journal maker who comes along and says, uh, you know, I'm going to free these pages and let them go in the wind and see where they end up. And this one book can almost simultaneously touch many, many lives. And sometimes when we have only one page to covet, only one page to read, only one page to dive into. Um, we can give it a lot more appreciation and really dig deep into what's going on and maybe open up um, a little slice of a new experience. Maybe have the ability to look at history in a different way or a little piece or a part of history or maybe an old poem book or uh, writing of Shakespeare or a book about operas. I'm just I was making fundals today and I was thinking about the pages that were going in it. And um, you know, dust just dusting these and maybe some art, some beautiful pictures from an art book that houses the masters, you know, and you get to dabble and look at oh I came across the most beautiful, beautiful picture today. Um it was, the, it was in an art book, and it was the picture of Icarus, who had fallen. Um, I think he was, a, I don't know, but he, he had wings, and he had fallen, and there were um, women around him gathered, but it looked like he was very injured or possibly dead. I'm not sure. I'd have to reread the story to find out what happened to Icarus. Um, now, was he the one who flew too close to the sun, and his feathers fell off because the wax melted? Or was that mercury? I can't remember. Sunny, do you know? You have no idea. Are you not up on your, your Greek mythology? Well, I have a book for you. I'm going to give you a page, and, and that's your homework tonight. You can read that one page, and just you can tell us all about Icarus. How about that? Um, um, he's considering it. Yes, he's pausing right now. He's very good at pausing, get it? <laughs> so I couldn't help myself there. I'm still getting my fingers nibbled here. I just want you to know that there is no relaxing at this end. There is, um, there's mayhem going on. Yes, there's mayhem. <laughs> and, uh, but there's lots of fun. And, uh, you know, he's just about, about almost uh, 
two and a third. You're about two and a third right now, Pop. Two years and a third of a year. Ouch, that one's a little sharp. <laughs> At least he doesn't have those razor puffy teeth anymore. You know, that was something. But uh, yeah, um, the weather is all over the place here. We are experiencing hot, cold, hot, cold, hot, cold. So I have to put my thermostat on. You know, it can kick in the air conditioning or the heat, depending on the need. Right, Sunbun? Yep, yep, that's right. And uh, right now it's a little warm in here. We'll have to cool it down so it gets a little more comfortable. And uh, all will be well. We are um, thinking about new things that we're going to be making. We're very excited. We have some great ideas coming your way. Um, also some other ideas for you know, kits and collections and bundles and things like that. There's a lot of things swirling around in the noggin. And um, yeah, we, we got things to make. And there's lots of, lots of fever about making things. So I'm curious to know where you're all at in your approaching of the holidays. Are you excited and invigorated? Or are you, you know, you're just getting close to Thanksgiving, you know what I mean? And a lot of the hoopla might be starting. Maybe you're running around trying to find a turkey. Um, maybe you've got some family members who are turkeys who are coming over to visit. Um, I'm gathering with my family this uh, Thanksgiving, and I'm very excited about that because a lot of them I haven't seen in a while. So we are so excited to share some time together and uh, eat some good food and maybe do some beach walking to wear off all the good food that we just ate. And uh, we'll all go from there, you know? We'll just take it one day at a time. And um, um, it's gonna be a good time. Yeah, it's gonna be a very good time. So lots to do at the Paper Outpost as we approach the holiday. Um, you know, there's exciting things that are going on this time of year, so we have to hang onto our hats and get all our ducks and our, our doggies in a row. And, um, you know, it's funny because uh, I'll do like two things and then I got to cuddle Sunny. And then uh, two more things and Sunny needs a scratch. Two more things I get done and then Sunny wants a treat. So there's a lot of Sunny breaks. <laughs> oh, you're slowing me down, boy, but in a good way. That's probably a good thing. Yeah, yeah. Mommy needs to take more breaks, right? More breaks are good. Breaks are good. And... Um, yeah, when we go outside, we go for our little little uh, uh, sojourns outside and we explore our world and we talk to the squirrels and the squirrels usually have a lot to say or at least they have a lot of running back and forth and that's very intriguing to uh, our little sergeant of arms here. Um, yes, he's not officially fallen in the pool yet, but there's been a few close calls, let me tell you. So I'm thinking, we're, okay, we're winding down the year. And we're thinking about, the th this is a good time to think about what we're thankful for. And I know, and Sunny and I both know, we are very, very grateful for all of you. And all our paper loving pals out there who are living life, living large, doing things all over the world, all over this planet. That's just mind-blowing. Isn't it amazing, Sunny, that we can connect with so many wonderful people all over the world? And that's a true blessing, and we don't take that for granted, not for one second. This is um, extremely special, and we love to share our passion with you and uh, for you to share your passion with us. Uh, it's so fun to see how so many of us love paper 
love anything paper, crinkly paper, crunchy paper, plain paper, uh, colorful paper, um, easy paper to tear, thick paper that cannot be torn, plastic paper, handmade paper, you name it, we'll play with it. Um, I was coming across some interesting business papers today. Um, they're very interesting to read. If you just stop and take a second and you read to see what people were doing on a daily basis. Um, I read something today about, um, and the clam locked well. And it had, so, I think it had something to do with railroad parts. That might be where, I don't know, maybe that, you know, where the two railroad cars clink together. I wonder if that's called a clam. It could be. Um, yeah, I happen to have a lot of uh, railroad uh, ephemera right now, and uh, it is coming through on the fundals that are being made right now. And it's very interesting to read. Um, a lot was handwritten, a lot was typed, and a lot of it goes back to the 20s and the 30s. A very interesting uh, journey. It just kind of takes you to another world. Um, came across an old Western Union uh, telegram today. Very interesting. You know, people used to send um, Christmas greetings via telegram. I guess I guess it was really popular in the day when you used to do that thing called the telegram. Well, we'll go down. I always think of um, Little House on the Prairie when they used to go down to the, the store where they would get a telegram or a, like a wire tap would, you know, send a message into the town because that was the the main form of communication to the other towns. I got your feet, I got your feet, I got your feet. Um, and uh, that's how they would communicate. Yeah. And uh, I remember little Laura Ingalls, she had, I, if I remember correctly, she had this, um, maybe I'm imagining this, I'm not sure, but um, like a little chalkboard that was like lap size. And uh, she used to like write on it and erase on it. Is that, is that a real memory? Am I making that up? Did I read that in a book somewhere? Maybe. You know how that goes. Sometimes, you know, memory floats in. You're not quite sure where it actually belongs. So you sort of assign it a place. Yeah, we're doing that a lot, really. Right, right, Sunny? Yeah. <laughs> Somebody said, yeah, when you get to our age, that memory kind of goes. I think you're right. Or is it the fact that we just have so many me- more memories as we go on through life? We got to have somewhere to put them. You know what I mean? And sometimes they commingle on the shelves. That can happen. Yep, it can. Um, but yeah, looking forward to out, out, out. Now that's a little sharp. Okay. Um, going into the holidays, remembering to be thankful, and then looking a little past the holidays, future pacing. You know, that's always a good thing to do. What are we going to do between Thanksgiving and Christmas? What is that energy going to feel like? How can we create it so it's something to look forward to? What can we look forward to make and create that would... Um, anchor us in that time of year, that beautiful time of year. It's, it's right before, right before winter. It's just on the, you know, tail, uh, coattails of fall, still enjoying the beautiful, I don't know, leaves. I was going to say, um, some of you might have snow already. I've heard of uh, some folks saying they're experiencing snow. So stay warm and cuddly and, you know, hey, uh, when in Rome or when it snows, pull out the hot chocolate and the, the fuzzy slippers and the stoke that fire and just enjoy yourself uh, thoroughly. And that's always a great time to craft because it's a snuggly feeling. And there's something about sitting around a craft table uh, with the scissors and the glue 
when the fireplace is crackling and it's snow or it's cold outside but you you may have just come in from the car or maybe you had to take the garbage out or um, go get some logs for the fireplace and you make it back inside and you're sitting down at your craft desk and you've got a a nice cup of tea um, there with you Uh, and uh, you know life is pretty good at those moments those are those are the pinnacles you know sometimes they seem so you know superfluous nothing important just present and but those those are the magical moments so take note uh, remind yourself what a joy um, it is to create and even if you for some reason cannot create whether your mojo's gone or maybe your your hands are feeling too sore today to create or you're just not plain feeling good um, you can still create in your mind and that is such a blessing giant landscape to create from Uh, you can think about what you might make in the future or you can rethink something you're already working on or you can deconstruct something you've already made in your mind and breathe new life into it so there's a lot a lot that can happen in the imagination actually um, uh, usually when I lie down to go to sleep that's when my brain starts working on new projects Uh, I don't know why but I just start folding paper in my mind or thinking about a different way to construct a journal or maybe a different way to um, embrace a new page, um, a blank page or a white page in a junk journal. And, um, you know, instead of with the fear and the dread, think about what, what can be done? What could we try that we haven't tried yet? Or maybe combine a couple elements that we haven't combined before. Like maybe golden gold gilding paste and twine. Oh, maybe I should try that. That's a great idea. I'm going to take some twine and we'll rub gold gilding paste on it, Sonny. Can you please write that down? Do you have, do you have, a, do you have a journal? You don't have a journal? I, I don't have a journal, Mom. Oh, well, we're going to have to rectify that. Yes, we have to get you a journal so that you can help Mom take notes on these uh, prod projects that, that, you know, come fleeting through flying through the brain and uh, we got to catch them we got to catch them Sunny because sometimes there's a lot of them and uh, oh there's nothing worse than when you have a great idea and it's gone you know (laughs) and all you can do is either let it go and hope to gosh it comes back or you just hope to gosh a new idea comes along that might even be better than the first one I mean really what are our options at that point well the option is get Sunny a note uh, journal and that he can write things, things down can you hold a pen? I don't know. Okay, well, we'll find out. We'll try. Um, yeah, that might. There might be hope for that. So, yep, uh, sliding out of fall and sliding into winter. We're all headed the same way together. We might as well embrace it and have fun. Okay, that's really easy for you to say, Pam. You're in Florida, boy. You're really bracing yourself for a toughie there. I know. I know. I know. I know. But remember, I was born in Canada. I lived those days. I do. I do remember very well. And um, you know, for those who are maybe you're on the other side of the world, and winter is really more of a summer experience. You know how they do that on the, in the opposite land of Australia. Um, that's kind of a cool thing. Um, I can't even imagine what it's like to think. Do they call? Here's a question I don't know the answer to. Do they call December winter or summer? I mean, did they walk around in, in, I know they're probably in bathing suits in December, but did they say, hey, since it's 
Winter time, we should all go to the beach? I don't know, that just seems strange, doesn't it? I, I have a good friend in Australia, and I'm going to ask her. Let's see what she says. And anybody else who knows, feel free to pipe in. Love to hear you. What? Oh, I can't hear Louder. What'd you say? I almost got it. There's like a lot of static on my end. I can almost hear you. <laughs> you guys are amazing. So with that, we think we will uh, let you uh, be free and um, able to meander about uh, and uh, go create wonderful things. So for me and Sunny and all of us here with the family, um, many hugs. And um, I have 25% off in my t-shirt shop, my merchandise shop. So if you like create with reckless abandon or everything is a craft supply until proven otherwise, you can get that on one of your favorite t-shirts or sweatshirts or hoodies. Uh, And um, so check that out. And then again, remember this is a big week um, for uh, many reasons. So just putting that out there, not saying much more than that other than that. So just keep your peepers open. Um, Big hugs. Love you all. Very thankful for you all. Take care, everyone, and we'll talk to you next time. Bye-bye. Happy crafting.